This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. On today's episode of Entrepreneurs Get Visible, I'm talking about the darker side of getting visible. And I think it's important to have this conversation. What I'm talking about here is when you are attacked online or when you are trolled, which I guess is the same thing. And I'm going to share some of my personal experience and I'm going to share a little bit of what I've seen happen for clients and friends of mine and give you some answers as to the best way to deal with it. And I severely hope you never need this episode, but this episode is going out as a resource for you if it ever happens to you. Before we go into that, though, I've got some really big things up my sleeve and just around the corner that I'm going to share with you here. So first of all, we are rapidly approaching my 100th episode of Entrepreneurs Get Visible. And for me, this actually means I'm very close to the 200th episode of any podcast that I've recorded because I had a podcast before this. And as a result of this show, it has changed everything for me. It's changed my reach. It's changed my impact. It's changed my influence. All those things that I talk about. And it's changed my income. So I decided that as part of the 100th episode celebrations, I didn't want it to just go under the radar. So I'm putting together effectively a re-release of my podcast and I would love you to come and join me. I've got some very special episodes happening. I've got five episodes being delivered on the 2nd of July, 3rd of July and 4th of July. The content is an amalgamation of lots of the things that we've discussed over this series and I think you'll find so many amazing nuggets in it. So I I hope you will join me to celebrate this show and the things that we've been discussing here. Many of you have been with me right from the start and I'm incredibly grateful. The other thing I want to let you know about is that I am about to reopen my mastermind. This is my second mastermind, but it's got a slightly different twist, which I'll be telling you all about over the next few episodes. So look out for information on that. And right now, let's get into what it means to be on the receiving end of being attacked online, the darker side of visibility. So first of all, I massively encourage you to get visible. You might have noticed, but that's what my book's about. That's what my podcast is about. And one of the reasons people fear doing that is to do with judgment, which we've covered again and again on this show. So what happens when you raise your visibility? You put your head above that parapet and then you are attacked. Well, what can happen is that you feel physically attacked. You can go into a trauma response. And I think it's important to acknowledge how hurtful and painful those scenarios can be. So I've stood by and I've watched peers of mine be attacked online and have things said about them that aren't true or have been blown out of all proportion and taken with wrong and harmful meaning. And it's very hard to watch that happening. So the first thing I would say is that if you're on the receiving end of it, know that many people watching will know that it's not true, but they aren't going to speak up necessarily because they don't want to add fuel to the fire. But the people who are bystanders, if you like, actually are doing you a favour 
because anyone who jumps in to fight your attackers down actually is just fanning those flames. The best way to get this to stop is to not respond, not add fuel to that fire. I know it's hurtful and I know it's painful and I know that's challenging to do. But if you try to defend yourself in any manner, it will just add to the whole situation. And I've seen it again and again and again. And everything you say will be twisted and turned. And it isn't worth it. So first of all, let people know if it's happening to you. Go and talk to someone that you feel safe to talk to about it. And that doesn't mean reaching out online. The next thing I want you to know is that you can secure your accounts and make them private very, very quickly, particularly on Instagram. You can just go and change the settings. And I've seen quite a few scenarios recently where that has become very inflamed very quickly. So turn your account to private. The other thing that I would advise, and this is from personal experience, is making sure that your address, your personal home address, is not anywhere on any of your sites. So if you are self-employed, it might be that your your email address is on your CRM system in the emails that go out, or it's potentially on your website. You don't want that. You want to make sure it's not your address. So I would recommend potentially talking to your accountant or another, or maybe your legal team and saying, can I pay to have your business as my registered address? You don't want it to be your home because I've been in a scenario before where I felt extremely threatened by something that's happened online and they've got hold of my personal details. It made me feel very unsafe. So now I make sure that nothing is on my website where they could reach me and find me in that way. I actually don't use the Google is it the Google Ads directory, you know, where you can have your business. If your business is your home, be very careful about that. The next thing that I would say is I am deliberately very careful about the information I put out about my children. And I'm very careful about the images and whether I share their names at the same time as their images and things like that. And when I do share images of my children or information about my children, I tend to do it to friends. And by friends, I mean that I have separated out my Facebook profile links. So if I only know someone through business and I don't consider that they are a real friend, but they are a potential client or a potential business partner, if I don't know them and I don't have that trust with them, then they don't see the personal side of me. They don't see my family stuff. They don't see my family pictures. So that is one thing I would start to be aware of. Where's the line on visibility for you personally? You can actually set in your Facebook profile to have people as friends, to have people as acquaintances. And you can also set in Facebook so that certain people and certain groups of people don't see some of your content. So it might be that you want to consider that, particularly during a period where you're trying to help the inflamed situation die down. So yes, you might want to make sure that in your CRM system, maybe ActiveCampaign or MailChimp, where you're required by law to have an address, that it is not your personal address. It does have to be a business address, but not your personal address. And your website, what I'd recommend here is that what happened for me in the past is that someone, not only did they get hold of my work email, but they then somehow got hold of an old Hotmail account that I'd had from university many, many years ago, which I only used for personal reasons and very rarely. And so what I did was I removed my 
email from my websites and all sorts of other of my profiles. And instead, on my website, I created a form, a contact form, so people didn't automatically get my email address. And certainly for about six months after I'd been attacked online, that's how I kept things for a while. When it had died down, and believe me, it will die down. If you're right in the heart of it now, take a deep breath. This will go away. This will die down. This is not forever. But make sure that you you take those precautions. The other thing is, I would say, speak to the police. Cyberbullying and cyber attacks are awful. And we can't just say, oh, it's only online. Because that's our world. That's our work. That's our social life. That's our business. It is malicious. And get those screenshots and speak to the police. And then you can get a crime reference number. And if things do escalate, then you already have that support in place. They might not be able to do anything, but you never know. And having all of that evidence is going to be useful for you anyway. What I'd also say is that sometimes people will put things online and then remove them themselves. In terms of you and your self-esteem and how you're feeling and your mental health, that damage has already been done. So my advice would be to screenshot everything you see that is offensive. Remember who those people are and block them from your site as quickly as possible. Once you have those screenshots, you've got to stop looking at the social media. You have to. Hand it over to somebody else. Hand it over to somebody you trust and ask them to field it for you until it dies down. This will not only stop you kind of going over and over the scenario, but it's also going to give you an opportunity to not respond, to not rush in, to not try to defend yourself. Because in that scenario, if you're defending yourself, you're never going to come out well and certainly not be received in the way that you you would want to be. The greatest thing you can do is hand it over to somebody else, someone you love and trust, who loves and trusts you, who will take those screenshots and then just handle it all for you. Delete what doesn't need to be there and let it die down. So what you need to know is that this is not really about you and this is not the end. There will be some valuable lessons in there and it might be that Perhaps this is going to teach you that, yes, I want to be visible, but I want to be really mindful of what I do share. And and this behavior is not acceptable. My personal experience, the worst one that I had was about seven years ago now, inside a group that I ran myself, inside a community that I was part of. And in the end, there were about 18 people who were bullying me from within my own forum. And sadly, Several of them decided to start messaging me and bombarding me. And one person in particular then was calling me and then hanging up and calling me and hanging up, calling me and hanging up, emailing me at all sorts of different email locations. And it was incredibly threatening. And for me, I was in tears for days. Literally, I felt scared. And we did report it to the police. I managed at this point to actually block most of the accounts and block a lot of the people. But what was interesting about that period was that people who had watched from the sidelines, some would step in to fight at my defence, not that I'd done anything wrong in the first place. Some people would really want to do that, but that would give them that would give them fuel. It would give them fodder to make it worse. And I, I, I did notice who stood up for me. But in many ways, it aggravated the situation. The interesting thing, though, was the amount of people who contacted me privately, and not just in that that six or seven days where it was horrendous for me online, 
But afterwards, afterwards saying, I saw what happened. I felt deeply uncomfortable. I will never work with them. I've blocked them from my account. Now, those people, those idiots who behaved in that particular way, they don't know the repercussions of how they spoke to me and addressed me and belittled me and attacked me. They don't know those implications, but I do. I know what they did. And even now, seven years on, people still say to me, I can't believe when they did that to you. I've always remembered. So you do have to think about your own online behaviour. For me, it was a massive turning point. It made me go in. It did make me come off social media, not completely, but I retracted for a little bit of a while. And then I thought, well, actually, my work's really important to me. And what I do is really important to me. But am I in the right space? These people who are attacking me, do they matter to my life? And the answer was no. I didn't actually need their approval. I didn't need their say-so. And in fact, they had diminished themselves so strongly in my eyes that they no longer mattered. And so once that hurt, once that fear, because it is fear, I was very concerned about my family during that period. Once that had died down, it actually gave me the confidence to think, where else do I want to fly? If I'm feeling contained by these people, how can I let go? How can I be freer? How can I take something from this and make it into a really positive situation? And in that particular instance, that was when I decided I would leave the voiceover only world and I would branch out and look beyond the UK industry to being a leader in my field worldwide. And it was as a result of that that I then made so many connections in the US and eventually that story took me to Hollywood and eventually has taken me on to now to doing this podcast and helping other people to up level. So there's always a lesson, there's always a reason, but I know it's incredibly painful when you're in the middle of it and I do not deny that. I think we do all need to be really aware about how we show up online. So to recap then really, make sure you let somebody else know what's happening to you. You tell someone you trust and that you allow them to take over looking after your account for you during this time because from a mental health perspective, going over and over and over again is going to make you feel that you're being attacked and it is like having a physical attack and it's very, it can be very traumatic. Make sure your accounts are secure. Make them private. Block anyone who needs to be blocked, but take screenshots. Make sure your address is removed from anywhere that it, it, it doesn't need to be on the internet. Speak to the police. Get the evidence. Stop looking. Stop looking. Stop looking. Get off social media. Do not add to the fire. It will not help you. And then breathe. Take some time out and then come back and let people know how you are. Many people will be concerned about you. Many people will have seen what's happening. It's okay to take a bit of distance, but do not let it stop you. Just come back with a different energy. Have those times to reflect on what's happened to you and then get out there and do what you're meant to be doing. I hope this episode has helped. And if you are in the middle of being attacked or trolled online, get in touch. Let me know what you've taken from this episode. But don't let it stop you. Your work matters. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.